still have a copy. I don't think it's one of the final ones, just just one of the drafts we wrote that night and then Elvie went and set it to print and got here somewhere. <clears throat> the lies written in our city's bones a promise. A compact forged in its second founding. This island freed from all influence but our own. The right for our collective destinies to be made and not given. There are those among us that we entrusted as stewards of that promise, who, instead of ensuring the thriving of a common fate, have used that trust to better their own. We stand here now to declare them not stewards, but tyrants. The name those who have betrayed the common benefit. Collad, Dacre, Prillison, Schiff, and those institutions, families, and others who prosper from their fond benevolence. Now grievance rests greatest with a council in all its branches. The ministers and the swifts, parsant, the tenders of the dawn's embers. They have long forsaken their obligations to us. They act instead as instruments of those said tyrants. For too long, our voices have gone not just ignored, but stifled. But now listen, even lost and alone, our words will never be silent. We know the only way to escape the maze that these despots have constructed is to cry out. Enough, no more. Let them come too from your tongue. With our fists, we will tear down the tyrant's walls. And together we will build a path both broad and common to our shared destiny. We declare now the common government of embrace and proclaim immediate one, the dissolution of embrace's council. Two, the institution of an assembly representative of the city's common citizenry. Three, this assembly will sit to establish a constitution by which a future government will be formed. It will provide governance during this transitional period, and no person shall hold it back from these duties. Four, citizens of houses Collad, Dacre, Prillison, Schiff, their invested lesser houses, and those serving the former council forbidden from sitting in this assembly. 5. Those houses' monopolies, including but not limited to land ownership, manufacturing, banking, fishing, shipbuilding, external trade, will be immediately dissolved with interests to be redistributed by the assembly. 6. A general revocation of the licenses of guilds proven to be acting counter to and not consulting with all members, including assistants, workers, and apprentices. 7. The establishment of a citizen's guard and a disbandment of the ministers and the swifts. 8. The recognition of the rights of the current citizens of Tales End and a commitment to revoking unjust laws prohibiting legal rights spirits. 9. Atrium's recognition as embraces eighth ward. Ten. An amnesty to all prisoners, political or otherwise. You know, when we wrote this, we knew that without action, everything had just fall apart. There was a feeling that we needed to enact what we wrote to do it, not just demand. So. The march on our chambers were after that, but it meant that while everyone else were doing that, me and Ezra and just about anyone who had a boat were sailing on Last Reach. That's where most uh, Embrace's prisoners were held. So if we're going to grant them an amnesty, it made sense to free them then. Then just declare them so.
Welcome to These Flimsy Rituals, an actual play podcast focused on telling small stories in big worlds. Joining me are Thryn Henderson. Hello, I'm Thryn, and you can find me on Twitter at Thryn. And Steve Martin. Hey, I'm, I'm Steve, and you can follow me on Twitter at purple underscore Steve. And I'm your host, Adam Dixon. You can follow me on Twitter at, at T Dixon, and you can follow the show on Twitter at Flimsy Rituals. We're going to be continuing our game of Blades in the Dark by John Harper. And as always, you can find the show at flimsyrituals.com. You can find links to our Discord there. And you can also come and back us on Patreon or support us on Patreon. What's, what's the right verb there? I think support. Yeah, support works. Support, support yeah, us okay. on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can support us on Patreon if, if you'd like to help support what we're doing so we can keep on doing it. Finally, all of the music in today's episode is from Satin by Kai Engel. So, where are we today? If I remember right, you were both interested in doing like the jailbreak score, which is pre- it's pretty much led by Ezra, right? Yeah, which might not be the best option, <laughs> but here we are. Hmm. So what's the plan? I reckon we just do the game properly and just fucking drop in, just engagement roll right now. Let's go and see what happens and figure <laughs> out the plan as we go. I I think it would be nice to do some some little bits of scenes. I feel like this is a pretty big a pretty big undertaking, right? This is a a big thing for us to choose to do. Mm-hmm. And I would love to figure out how Ash has finangled his way into being here. <laughs> In what way was Ash not invited by? Because like Ezra and Nilcat, as we saw, were like the ringleaders of this entire score, despite mm-hmm. you know lo- lo- a lot of other people deciding to go along with it. Is Ash not invited by them? Does Ash just turn up during one of the planning meetings? Oh my to, god! To yes, to come along. Absolutely. I remember, like in the council episode we did, we did like talk a little bit of this kind of scene of. Ezra and Nilka, like, constantly having to turn young radicals away who just turn up ready for a scrap and, like, please stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine Ash is, like, the most persistent of those and also the one who knows where Ezra lives. So. I love the idea that, like, halfway through an important conversation, Ash just swings down from the rafters where he's been sat the whole time and just, like, is just hanging from a rafter by his ankles above the uh, above the table and just chimes in with his opinion. So what are Nilka and Ezra talking about? I mean, I I love the idea that they are discussing how Ash definitely shouldn't come on account of Ash's mum being in prison and that being a very emotional response to the situation that they might not be able to get Ash to step away from completely, you know, and maybe mm. it would be best for him if we just leave him at home and Ash is just above us listening. Yeah, like, like very like, we're going to have to be careful, I think. There's a lot of people... A lot of us who've got friends and relatives in there, we we need to be careful who we invite. Oh, I mean, yeah, I I hear you, but I think you know there there are people who will come and they'll put it behind them, and there are people who won't. And while he is Andy, Ash won't. You've 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 seen him. We're ready to go to war with the old city just for Oaken. Can't imagine mm. it's going to be better for his mam. See, now I'm pretty sure that you have to bring me along, because if you leave me here, then it sounds like there's a chance you m- might leave my mum in there. If uh... Where the bloody hell did... Bloody hell. Oh, hi. There's tea everywhere. <laughs> yeah. The mugs have been smashed. <laughs> Ash, I have asked you to stop doing that. Knock on the door. I mean, I did when, when I got here, but um, that was before you got here, so... It's it's not my fault if you don't notice me all of the time. It's, this is where I live, Ash. Yeah, but, you know, it's kind of the whole crew hangout place, right? As well, sometimes. Yeah, when, when you knock. Also, it's just, it's nice and private here, you know? All right. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this one slide. You are obviously having an hard time right now, but we are gonna have this conversation again in the future. So what I was thinking is, um, I reckon there's probably ways through the cut. 
um, that we can get into into there. And if we let everyone out at once, then um, like it'll be chaos, and we can get the people we really want to get out in the chaos, right? Chaos is the exact opposite of what we were hoping for. But thank you for your thoughts. I think Ezra like gestures to I think the inside of the Jubilee is like covered with like blueprints and letters <laughs> and like files, every available surface. It looks like a conspiracy theorist basement. It's like we have somewhat been working on this, but thank you also for your contributions, yes. The cock gives us options though. He is right in that. Yeah, you you uh you missed a map. And Ash just kind of drops down and pulls out uh, a bag from under the table and pulls out his uh, the, the bismuth map and just pops it on the mm. table and goes, you haven't got one of those, have you? As we just grimaces. It's all right, I was going by boat, but... And, like, I think Nilcat is, like, pointing to some maps. We know that can chalk gold ear and ear. If someone goes in through the cup, maybe they can get around. Right. Well, I can tell you one thing. It's not going to be me. <laughs> I am not going in there again right now. Oh, come on. I thought you're you're like a local in there now. You, you must be used to it this time. You told me how much you like those lizards. Yeah. Nilka's just got a grin on his face. <laughs> so he just glares at both of them through the vaguely bismuthy smoke around their head, which we have got <laughs> medicine for, but not healed. <laughs> It's like, no, not unless we have to. Also, there's not many people who can climb that wall. I reckon I could get over it. Me, maybe mid-rib, a couple of the others, but... Yeah, actually, Ash, the wall isn't going to be as much of a problem as you might you might think. Yeah, because we can go through the cup. Yeah. Oh, you like another another plan. Okay, cool. Yeah. What's the plan, then? You have to promise you're going to be calm about this, all right? Um, go on. Nappers are going to do it. Crick? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, wait. Does that mean I can use my, my glider? <laughs> Ezra just looks pleadingly at Nilcat. <laughs> Nilcat shrugs. That's such a better idea. I haven't had much of a chance to practice with it yet. This is the perfect opportunity. No, don't tell me that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How much time have we got? Can he practice first? I'll go get started. All right. Well, it will get you out of this room, so fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll tell Crick you said hi. And he just, like, sprints off and then comes back two seconds later, grabs the, the bismuth map and the bag and runs off again. Right, so Ash is coming. I think Nilcat probably shares a bunch of your concerns, but it's like, <laughs> looks like it, but it'll solve a bunch of our problems, I guess. He is good at getting in over past places, I guess. Nils, if I get set on fire, <laughs> I am holding you responsible. Rude. <laughs> As if I would. On purpose. <laughs> you ought me responsible for everything. Yeah. What what what's the difference? Yeah, fair enough. Won't be the first time you get set on fire by Ash. Thanks for that. Remember last year? Festival. <laughs> the juggling incident. <laughs> so just like, right, no, back to work. None of that. Okay. Yeah, and uh, heads back over like the floor of the castle, like, covered in maps, heads back over them, like, tea, and then later, probably something stronger. The both of you, like, working into night planning? Is that is that what the mood is? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Where do we go next? Do we do we want to cut to the boats going? Do we want to go do, do anything at the docks? Do we want to see any of that? I'm happy either way. Mm. Love, love the lace pot beneficiaries. Would love to see them, but... Yeah. Like, it, it feels like if we go to the boats, we might not necessarily see the Lacepot beneficiaries on screen that much, and it might be nice to have them. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. So I think 
where we go next is it's probably early in the morning earlier than most people in the city wake up it's still summer so i think it's still fairly warm even though it's nighttime and i think the moon is out so it's fairly bright on the edge of one of the docks the roaming ramshackle highly illegal docks of the laceport beneficiaries i think they're very built to be able to like be torn down and moved very quickly i think you can see there's like a knot of people arguing their shouts echoing through the quiet empty streets of this portion of embrace who is going to go see them is it is it just you is it you and milka is ash here this is the morning of the actual event itself. I think this could be the morning of the event mm. itself. I think that's a nice place to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's the case that like you are the people that have gotten here first to kind of organize stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think we'll be heading out like maybe in an hour or whatever and we are here to like bit by bit not too suspiciously get people headed in the right direction. Yeah. And I think as you approach, you can see the familiar face of Wick Revel, who is one of the secretaries of the Laceport Beneficiaries. I'm imagining that um, she is a fairly small woman, but with like a large presence. There's just an edge to her. She's maybe like fairly young. She's younger than... I guess a lot of the women we've seen on screen this season, like she's she's younger than your mam and she's younger than Lena and she's kind of like short and stocky and is wearing like sort of like rainproof and waterproof clothing. And she's stood with her arms crossed as another person, um, like a slightly tall, thin person with maybe like long whiskers is stood like arguing with her. And this other person, uh, who is another Laceport beneficiary, who is a smuggler, called Vo Errol Sondon, is saying, This is a bad idea, Wick. We shouldn't go through with this. Listen, we know Nimprolicents are going to pay us handsome for this. This is our chance to go legit. We can make money, not for ourselves, but for our families. We can feed the people here. That's all we've ever wanted. That's all most of us have ever wanted. Fuck. Whatever this will get us all arrested and hung. The Nimshifts have made their move and they're in control. And, you know, it's, it's like continuing on like that as you turn up. And Wick just has her arms folded across her chest. I clamp her friendly shoulder on a Vorerol Sundan, just a, a firm hand. Do you, do you know each other? Probably not, no. <laughs> I imagine we know Wick Revel, though. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, like... As Wick's a secretary and uh, Ash used to be a runner, is there? There's a fair chance that they've probably met before. Yeah, I, I kind of imagine secretary is the person that runs most of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wick turns around and looks at you all and like nods and is like, "Ah, Ash." Hey, Wick. Ezra, Nilcap. Morning. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Mara says hi. Well, I mean, I didn't know we were coming to see you, but I'm sure she would otherwise. But yeah, how's it going? Good. We're all ready, apart from... And then she looks at... I think Ezra and Nilcat more than her. She's like, you heard, didn't you? Oh, I. These fucking idiots. Yeah. Just every day, every day is full of them coming and complaining and trying to take what... Listen, Vo, you don't have to come along. You and whoever else is... You got your ships, you can go park them somewhere else. Some of your own parts of the docks, go take them wherever Nim fucking Prillicent wants them. We're doing this, and as long as you don't say a thing to your new fucking masters, I don't care. And she, like, glances back to you both and's like, what do we need to get sorted then? <laughs> Ezra shrugs expansively. It's like, sort of your area of expertise, but, um... You know, boats and that. Wick nods and he's like, I think we're going to be pretty good. We might have a... Well, you, you, you've seen them. The, so many of you lot are just rearing for this. We, we had a few problems with people like Vo, But 
generally speaking, we should be able to get most of you across in one go. I think Ezra eyes Vo sort of suspiciously, but um, feel free to tell me if this is wrong, but in my mind, I can't imagine it going any other way, especially with like how well I rolled for assets. Mm. Ezra's like, oh, I mean, whatever help you can give is is grand, honestly. I mean, half Ginnels are turning up with their own fucking robots from summer dues and that, but they're enthusiastic. There's always a couple, but we'll make it over one way or another. Yeah, like, I, I think that's definitely true, because you've owed for, what, tier four worth of assets? Yeah, so, so much so, asset. Yeah, I imagine it's going to be all of the Lysport beneficiaries, so many, like, people with their own boats, and God knows who else helping you here. And I guess we saw a little bit of the split of the Lysport beneficiaries, I think, mm. is kind of an un- uneasy split, but I think most of them have kind of stayed true to who they are, that they're, they're definitely, like... A revolutionary leftist co-op but there were definitely those of them who i think for, for a range of different reasons have seen a way to become like legitimate and have gone hmm maybe we'll do that i don't want to jeopardize that yeah yeah but you know who, who's to say you couldn't convince them if you wanted to or you could just let them go it's entirely up to you i'm gonna go with let them go because mm. There's just so much else going on this morning, I think, that maybe we just don't have the the time or the inclination to convince wayward laceport beneficiaries. And if that comes back and bites us, then so be it. But <laughs> Yeah. I think Vo looks at you all and nods to Wick. I am sorry, you know, but gotta look out for our own. Do hope it goes well. And Vo starts to slink away from the dock. You know, if it all goes wrong because you weren't there, you'll feel really bad about it. Ash, leave him be. Just saying. I would. I'd feel terrible. Uh, If I go and it goes wrong when I go, I regret that even more. Look, we can't make anyone come with us. And I can't stress this enough, Ash. What we are doing is phenomenally fucking stupid, but... You know, there's them as will do it and there's them as won't. That's how it is. Yeah, sure. You're a runner, right? Used to be. I'm a smuggler, similar similar line of business. You know, you you learn doing these jobs that you have to weigh each and every one to see which one's worth it, see which one's worth the difficulty and the potential some swift arrest in you and sticking a noose around your neck. And this one is going to end up with a lot of nooses around people's necks. Just the way it is. Yeah, well, difference is, this isn't a job. This is important. It's a job to me. Sure. And Vo shrugs and walks off. It's not a job for my mum. She's in the bloody prison. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ash. <laughs> Like, Wick claps you around the shoulder and is like, it's fine, we'll get her out. Promise you that. This, and she looks at you and Noko, this isn't going to go wrong. I think at Wick promising Ash that that she's going to get his mum out, he shoots a pointed look at Ezra and Nilcat and just stares at them for a couple of seconds. At what? What have I done now? Nothing. Nothing. What? It's fine. That's too early for this. <laughs> no cat just looks at you all and just like, not just your mum, we're getting everyone out. That whole place is going to crumble to the ground. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> There's definitely like people on this docks that look uneasy at that, I think. Like, I think as you're, you've been having that conversation, there are definitely people moving around and collecting. And I think... There's definitely a degree to which everyone's very united in that they want to storm this place, but like mm. probably there's there's a lot of difference in like what people want out of that. And I think yeah. that's gonna be one of the difficulties you might have to contend with, but we'll see how the score goes. Play to find out what happens. Yeah, I think Ezra is just warily watching the crowd and maybe he's gonna start steering Nilcat towards where mm. they have to be. Like, yes, eyes off we go. Yeah, I think there's like 
you know, a very frantic half hour of of getting stuff ready and little boats kind of appearing in the lace port, which as a reminder is like the big the big inlet into Embrace, sort of like on the left hand side of the Embrace map. And I think it's also mm-hmm. where like the coral, the ochre hull ended up retreating to, like one of the islands in the lace port. And I think there's like a lot of, it's filled with boats, like tiny boats, big boats, there's ships, there's there's like cargo ships, there's like fishing boats, there's little rowboats, probably some narrow boats from the canal, all kind of slowly lining up in here. And I think you spend like half an hour getting people ready, getting people on boats, probably all the while, really nervous about whether you'll get past this stage, because in many ways I imagine this feels like one of the harder stages like at any moment the swifts or i don't want to say navy but i think we've seen that like embrace does have some warships so like maybe the great families have some like bigger ships like yeah we've said the families have militia right maybe that extends yeah. to boats mm, makes sense and we definitely saw in i think it was one of the episode intros there was like a revolutionary group who took over a ship at one point which went badly oh yeah yeah I think that went bad. It, but yeah, it like, ended badly, yeah. Yeah. There's maybe a couple of those who like survived that here, for sure. Let's name one of them. Let's go for Asta Wist. I like that. That's a good name. It's mm. a good name, yeah. Maybe there's like those there's maybe like six or seven of them. Let's say seven. They're called the seven. Um, who were the ones that got away that day and I think they've definitely maybe come with like another slightly smaller boat that they've managed to like commandeer this morning and Asta like drops to the docks and's like all right Ezra Nilcat Wick we ready for this it's like sorry I don't know your name and like points to Ash uh hi I'm I'm Ash um I've 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 heard of you uh hi uh it's nice good good to good, good to meet you hi hi who you with you you're a benef- beneficiary, or are you with these two miscreants? Um, Ash just like eyes wide and mouth slightly slightly uh, agape, sort of looks up at Ezra and knock out and go, um, yeah, yeah, them, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 Hey, Crick. Crick, I've been practicing. I made it all the way down, uh, down, down the tumble shoot. Uh, I, I kind of nearly, nearly hit somebody, but they, they got out of the way, and it was, it was all good. Yeah. How many window boxes did you knock off this time? Um, I mean, I don't think it fell completely off. I didn't hear it at the ground, so I think I, I might have nudged a couple, but um, two. <laughs> Right, well, I am filled with confidence that this is going to go well for Ash then. And then I think turns to Crick and is like, how many of you did you bring? I, I think like Crick looks over their shoulder and there's about 15 to 20 of them. Hmm. The old lot of us, well, the ones that aren't too young for this sort of thing. That's what looks pointedly at Ash. <laughs> <laughs> There are probably some people younger than Ash and Anethers, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, there's like Crick, and then there's Jossa, who was like Crick's second in command, and then like the rest of the Nappers. No cap looks at you all and is like, alright, shall we do this? Ready to face the royal? Yeah. And he looks at Ezra and is like, I don't know why you thought the royal would be uh, steadier on your stomach than the cut. It absolutely will not be, but I can assure you that at most times I will be the right way up, and that is the most I can ask for these days, apparently. <laughs> and looks longingly at the ground before being like, right, fine, yep, let's let's try the royal. <laughs> okay. Asterwist is my new favourite Embrace character, by the way. <laughs> it's the episode where everyone is the new favourite. I love the idea that Ash was like flyering the carousel with pamphlets about Asterisk and the Seven, like yeah. would not shut up about them for a solid week after it happened. And every single day Ezra inside was like, I know them and I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I can never let you know this. 
We don't need another Arkin situation. <laughs> yeah. Ash like, oh my gosh, do you, do you guys know them? Do you know them through the revolution? And Ezra and Nilcat, without consulting with each other, immediately at the same time, both go, nah. Nope, never heard <laughs> nope. of them. But know who that is. <laughs> the whole way to the score, Ash is like, so it seems like they, they knew you. Does that mean you're, like, famous? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the score... Yeah. Shall we make an engagement roll? Yeah. Cool. Should we talk a little bit about the jail? I, I know we, we probably know a little bit about it because we've spoken about it when we were like planning how we're going to do this score. Mm-hmm. The main jail of Embrace is called Last Reach, and the reason it's called that is because it is on its own little island. I don't even think it's on the map we have. It's like further down the river. So you've kind of got Tails End at one end of Embrace, and then like further down the river, there's like a an, an island, and the jail is built on that. And it's called Last Reach because it's the last island, at least for a while, in the river. And it's kind of like a craggy island, sort of like hilly and mountainous. And I think the image I've got in my head is there's maybe like an old style building on that island, like a ruins that's used to be fairly large and grandiose and has since fallen into ruin and then that that has been reclaimed as as a way of like housing housing prisoners and it's there that you're heading is there anything else that either of you have heard about it or would like to add to that any thoughts you have about what it might be like as a place i mean ash and mentioned a, a wall to get over so mm. i do imagine it is it is walled pretty significantly. It seems like a fairly, yeah, pretty pretty significant thing. Because, like, if a, if a prison's just on an island, it seems like the best way to escape is just jump off the island and float down the river sort of thing. I think the thing that makes the hard and embrace is the water is roiling mm-hmm. constantly. Like, it's like jumping into a whirlpool. Yeah. But I think there are definitely walls. Um, I kind of, in my head... I sort of got a picture as like, do you know when you have a place that's quite hilly? So like the walls don't necessarily have to go all the way around. They just kind of, it's like walls within valleys almost. Mm. Like built into the sides of terrain and like the buildings probably like climb up the side of one side of, of the hill. Yeah, I think like I'm pitching it as like there's a massive wall on the incline up to the ruin, like mm. from the shore. Yeah, And it doesn't have to go the whole way around because the other side of the island is like, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> if you want to jump down there, go for it. Yeah, I like that. And maybe I'm trying to think in terms of like what's useful to you for a score. I imagine there's like a slight bay into the island, only very small, but like that's the sheltered space where ships probably come to like dock and you know, carry people in and out of the place. I don't necessarily think there's a lot of space there, but that's that's probably the one place on the island that doesn't have cliffs, if that makes sense. It has, like, a fairly small beach and a docks from which you can take boats into. But you might have other boys that you want to get in. No, I'm, I'm pretty pro just uh, walking up there. <laughs> you sure? I reckon I can find a way in if necessary. Uh, <laughs> No, I think I feel like this has been organized storming of the Bastille kind of style. Mm. The idea is to turn up with a sheer number that cannot be ignored and offer mm. the option of, well, this can go one of two ways. Yeah, that makes sense. I think especially from the acquire asset role that you made. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I almost like the idea of like there is this bulk of people all kind of loaded on ships, this this big wave of people kind of sailing out to the island, and then there are people like Ash and and Crick and the Nappers who are kind of there if you need a different like vector of attack once you get there. Yeah, I'm I'm picturing the Flint Street Nappers as a if we can't get in through the gate, then we have another option. Okay. In that case, do you have an idea of like what engagement role you want to use here so, so the options are assault which is do violence to a target and you'd say the point of attack d6 
Deception, which is law, trick, or manipulate, and detail is the method of deception. Stealth is trespass unseen, and the detail is the point of infiltration. Occult, which is engage a supernatural power, and the detail is the arcane method. Social is negotiate, bargain, or persuade, and the detail is the social connection. And transport, which is carry cargo or people through danger, and the detail is the route and the means. Assault definitely seems closest, unless we're going to sneak in first and then assault. I was going to say somewhere between an assault and a social. I could see it being social if it's not negotiate bargain, but it could be persuaded like a, Ah. we are making a big manoeuvre and we're hoping that you back down. I could also (laughs) see it being deception if you're hoping to sneak other people in. Like, Hmm. here's, here's a big group of people moving to your front gates. We are sneaking people past that. Like, if the neppers are already in the air, like, going in. Yeah. Like, I guess it just depends how you want to frame it as much as anything. I don't know that we would necessarily have put the whole linchpin of this operation on Anankrik Riser's ability to do as they're told. Mm. (laughs) So I don't know whether we would want to pin everything on an infiltration. It feels like an assault, but, like, very gently. Yeah, I I guess where I sit with assault is like it's not necessarily that you're running up to someone and punching them, it's that you are willing to do that if you need to. Yeah, we are very willing to assault if it comes to yeah. that. So maybe that's the one. And like what it goes for me is like I imagine an assault is in some ways like we are light it could be something like we are lighting something on every boat so that you can see how many people are coming. Yeah, I am definitely picturing this as being very like visually dramatic. Mm. Like I know we're going early in the morning, but yeah, maybe we are illuminated somehow. Like halfway out or whatever. Yeah, like once we're almost at the bay, just everyone kind of obviously not lighting a fire, we're on ships, but you know, like, something. Not your lantern or something. Yeah, like lanterns. Mm. Okay. And I guess your thing we need to you both need to decide are your like item loadouts. Oh, I might go heavy for this. We're not we're not exactly sneaking in, are we? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stick with uh, medium load just for maneuverability. That's fair. Ezra is not very maneuverable at their best. So. <laughs> okay. In that case, um let's work out the role. So you start with one dice for sheer luck. Is the operation bold or daring? Is it overly complex or contingent on many factors? It's definitely bold, so you get an extra dice for that. Um, I don't think it's complex. <laughs> no. Um, does the planned detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Not really. Are they strongest against this approach? Do they have particular defenses or special preparations? I think they do. Like, mm. you're assaulting the main gate of this. That's fair. We've got some people going over the wall, though. Yeah, you've got people going over the wall, and also, like, I think the purpose of this wall isn't to keep people out, it's to keep people in, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think they've got... They're defended, but I don't think... Yeah, I don't think they're, like, well defended. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Yes. Yes. (laughs) You get plus one dice, and are any enemies or rivals interfering? I don't think so, not in a minute. (laughs) Okay, so that's three dice? Three dice, and then any other elements you want to consider, like lower tier target or higher tier target. Um, I think you're the same tier now because of the acquire asset you got. I think you are like mm-hmm. equivalent to them, so I think that just evens out. So how many dice is that? That's three. Nice. So yeah, you, you roll this, and this will see how it, how we start off. Pray for me, Steve. I need your good vibes. This has to go well. Uh, sending as many vibes as I can. Most of them good, probably. That's a two, a one, and a six. Hey, <laughs> nice. I'm I'm, I'm going to take credit for the uh, for the six, actually. Yeah, that tracks. The two and the one are probably mine. <laughs> <laughs> Those vibes really helped there. Okay, so on a six, that's a good result. You're in a controlled position when the action starts. So, what does this look like as you arrive at Last Reach? It feels like all the boats get there. Like any mm. any kind of naval uh, 
waterbound defences that they had are just bypassed easily and sort of cut in with people rushing up the rushing up the shore towards yeah. the gate or something like that. And I don't even think like it's almost like they didn't have any. Mm. Like they probably didn't have any themselves and you just managed to catch them completely off guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like everyone kind of like the bigger boats circling and, you know, doing their they're firing their show of force and everyone else just kind of tying little rafts of boats together because there's just not enough dock for all of us. Mm. Just like long chains of various mismatched boats waiting to transport the people we release back to embrace. And everyone just kind of like congregating right at the edge of the shoreline, just looking around a bit like, huh, well... We made it. We got here. No problems. Uh, yeah. Huh. I guess the the other part of this going really well is like you'd almost get a scene of the people back on Embrace um, who are supposed to be aware of this. You know, the spy masters and the information brokers and the the the, the high up people. We get a scene of them just being like. They're, they're what? Like having absolutely no idea this is happening, even though we like we've somehow managed to mobilize this many people, and the people who are supposed to be on top of this just didn't have a clue. And it leads into like what the other score, what is happening in the mm. Oaken and Ivar score, which is there was a big protest happening the same day, as like people are marching up the hill. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. I think the revolutionary like assembly is basically marching up the hill to say like we're in control now. And there's just, like, that, that idea of, like, there's so much happening that, like, none of their forces have quite marshaled here properly. In my head a bit, it's a little bit as well, like, you know, in, like, the, the Russian revolutions of, like, oh, well, this part of the city will be fine. There's only two bridges and it's so easy to protect. Like, oh, the prison, like, we've heard that they're interested in a prison break, but the prison is on an island really far away. It's obviously going to be fine. And at no point did they consider, like, oh, the river might freeze, or, oh, they might have boats. <laughs> they also could have boats. It's that thing of, like, where you do something, like, the, the, the words in, in here are, like, so bold or, or daring, or, like, <laughs> what people might consider, like, risky and foolish. Yeah, just, like, the the preconceived idea of, like, the limits of what, the revolution is capable of just being absolutely blown away by circumstance of like, oh, it turns out if you get enough people who own a rowboat, it's the same as them having a militia of boats. Yeah. And I think there there, there are some other things happening here that I know about. Like maybe, maybe this is actually a good time to paint it, is as you're disembarking from the boats onto this kind of, imagine it as like a very craggy, rocky shoreline with like lots of like tall grasses though maybe some what are like the shoreline animals in embrace little rats but they've got stilt legs okay cool like it that's my offering to you hell yeah fan of that yeah i I think they go scampering as like the boats kind of crash into into the shore like I, i i don't think there's enough space on the docks for everyone to to tie up properly, so some of them are just like, right, cool, we run aground and we and we pile off. And I think as you start to approach the main walls, which I think in my head I've kind of got almost like classical ruins in my mind. There's a degree to which I think the walls are kind of maybe once used to be quite light in colour and have yellowed over time, and they've got ivy growing over them, and they're all very crumbled. To the extent where people, the people who run this place have had to build like new wooden gantries along the top. And as you approach the gates, and I imagine it's like maybe two tall, broad wooden doors are, seem to be open. And all along the walls, instead of the flags of the city, I think there are the flags of Nimkaled. So there are these blue and green banners with a whirlpool in the center of them and the whirlpool is stylized to suggest a crown i think nimclad being the great family that used to be the monarchs of embrace and this is probably like one of their old like palaces now that i think about it 
Well, it's time to move on, mates. It's, uh, <laughs> mm. it's been a while. It's weird. Yeah. Do, do you keep pushing in? Oh, absolutely. Yes, but that's concerning. Yeah. Yeah. You start to filter through the gates, which are fairly wide, and you find your way into, like, a large courtyard. I think it is surrounded on two sides by the hills of this island, and on another side there is, like, a large building that appears to be, like, one of the larger buildings of a complex of them that dot the side of the hills. The courtyard is filled with crumbling stone and fountains turned green with algae, and it's shaded by the trees and the mountains and greenery that has grown in this place from the very start of the morning sun. And here's a question, actually. Is this place still Embrace? Is this place still remnantless? Yeah, I reckon so, because it's still, like, within the royal, right? Mm. Yeah, it's still connected to the cut. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to work out whether the dawn would be, like, that same breaking dawn that we've seen elsewhere in Embrace. And I imagine it is then. All the while, it's like you're unloading into this place. The sun is kind of flickering into and out of, like, pre-dawn and into, like, that kind of early morning high sun. And I think sometimes you find yourself caught in a sunbeam and warm, and then the next moment it's as if it's dark again, and you're back on those docks in the early morning cold. And you filter into this place, and there's no one here. It's quiet, other than the calls of some birds. All right. Worrying. Is it supposed to be this quiet? And where is everyone? I thought we were supposed to be, uh, like, what's what's going on? I don't know, Ash. I've never been before. <laughs> okay. Um. Are we are we near near like the uh, a bit the wall or anything like that? You said we're in a courtyard. Like, is there anything tall yeah. nearby? Um. Yeah, I think you're near the wall. Do you want me to go up and have a look? I think it turns out that like Aster West is stood next to you, and I think he says something like, "They might have retreated," and like nods to the building ahead of you. That's as good as a second wall, and I think that building is kind of it's like a big building, but like there's a compound behind it, and I think that is the way into that. Yeah, makes sense if they've old up, if they've seen us coming. Don't change much though, does it? Do you climb up, Ash? Uh, as as soon as I have permission, absolutely. Yeah. I think I'm gonna try and yeah, like nod to. I assume Crick is somewhere at the front of this charge. If yeah. they're responsible for the nappers, yeah, try and get the whole nappers up and seeing what's going on. Okay. Of which apparently Ash is now an honorary member. <laughs> Hell yeah. And we're all best friends. Everyone loves the nappers. I think Crick claps you on the back and is like, right, should we get climbing? And starts to climb the wall. I think as you reach the top of the wall, there is a dead body lent up against a part of what seems to be a watchtower. Seems to be wearing guard uniform and their throat is slit. Um, Crick. Crick, come here. You gotta see this. Looks like someone beat us to it. Well, what the hell's going on? I'm going to go tell Azra and uh, just launches himself off the wall with the glider and just does, a, <laughs> a, does like a, a clumsy spiral down towards Ezra and, and the rest. Yeah. Some, so, something's wrong. Um, there's a, a guard up there in the Ted. Some, somebody's killed them. I think, I think there's, I don't think we're the only ones here. Ezra looks ponderingly up at the sky for a while, composing themselves and is like, all right, well... On paper, none of that's a bad thing so far. So... You hear Joss, uh, Crick second from above, shout out and say, Got another one here. Two of them. All right. Fewer guards. 
I'm going to take it as a win for now, but... What if, what if they're here to hurt the prisoners as well, though? We need to hurry up. My mum's in there. Hmm. I think as you stand deliberating, probably the crowd looking nervously at each other, a single low note rings out through the courtyard. And then there's a slight pause and then a soft melody starts. And, uh... <laughs> Anyone else hear that? Or <laughs> yeah, do you say anything? Is interesting. Just as we're like, who's playing guitar? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know no one brought one. Saw Are everyone sure? get on their boats. <laughs> who's your bandmate again? Uh, strings is. Oh no, Ezra is strings. So. <laughs> okay, so it can't be you. <laughs> Although I guess you know. Maybe Fionn and Becca can also play mm. play stringed instruments. Just actually, like, Becca, did you bring your guitar? Becca, I told you you couldn't bring that. Yeah. I said no. I think as you're saying that, two figures appear at the top of one of the towers. The first seems to be like a fairly tall-looking person, wearing quite tight trousers that bulge out at, like, the waist, like in that kind of renaissance style, very sashed and cut. Now I think it's this person that's holding a guitar and playing it. Say have a very typical renaissance moustache and black curly hair and say stand one leg on one of the blocks of the tower and just keep strumming and maybe start a low humming song. Next to them a second person appears, I think. She is a youngish woman with curly hair and freckles and palish skin. And instead of holding a guitar, she's holding an axe over one shoulder. And she looks down at the courtyard. And I think she locks eyes on the three of you, who I imagine are conferring about what's going on. Took you a while to undock. Yeah. There's loads of us. Got the job started for you. I hope, hope you don't mind. Sort of depends, doesn't it? Sure it does. Hi. Sorry, I, d- I don't mean to be rude, but who who are you? I'm Rinsea Sinalo. And this, this is the minister that I'm second to. Kruna. You might recognise their name. Out of character, what does a, min- a minister mean to, to us? Uh, so, like, the ministers are, like, independently authorised police, or, like, secret police. So they're the ones that have, like, their own little armies. Do you know when you broke into that person's house? <laughs> yeah. Silicet Nimclad. Silicet, yeah, Silicet is a minister. So they are, like, people who have... Authority given by the council over, like, one of the wards of Embrace. And they have, like, their own private armies and their own ways of doing stuff. They're meant to be sort of, like, independent judiciary, I guess. And I guess what's interesting here, for for me, is... Ash, how much do you know about the Jackals? Like, would Ash know who the Jackals are? Is it like being, you know, like, a kid that's a fan of football or something? Do you know... Knowing all the managers. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bit like that. It's like knowing knowing the managers and the people who are on TV, but not going to the library and reading up all of their stats for the last fifty years and, you know, probably doesn't know the names of the coaching staff, but but knows the stars kind of yeah. thing. The the people everyone else talks about. Kruna used to be a jackal. Oh. Kruna got kicked out of the jackals. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh what? Oh. Um. What? 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 Oh. What's oh? Y- you've you've heard of you've heard of Kruna, right? Do I look like I've heard of Kruna? See, see, see. Used to be a jackal. So got kicked out. I don't really know what for, but like, yeah, it was kind of a big deal at the time. I was quite young, but um, I didn't know Sarah Minister now. Wait. Um. Are you are you helping us? Kruna just keeps playing. I think um, as you're you're doing this, 
Rinsaya like looks at you and nods and goes, "If you'll have us, we've been following you for a while, you know." Well, I mean, personally, or, or that's not reassuring. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What they said. Understandable. We were, the pair of us, initially tasked with stopping you. Fantastic. Well, you know, you did kill an Oaken, one of them. <laughs> I think Ezra kind of shrugs and is like, did we? That one did. Certainly someone died. I mean, it was mostly an accident. Most of what you seem to do is accidents. Oh, they are not getting on Ezra's good side. But you've got a knack for it, I'll give you that. Hmm. You're impressive down in the cup, and like, crooner nods. Um, thanks. What do you want? We want to help you. Because? Because the pair of us trust you more than we trust anyone else. We saw what you did in the cup. We were sent down there with the Provenders, actually. Your aunt, Ash. Oh no, she's not here, is she? She's not here. Oh, the... Ash, there are so many people here. Even if Galena were here, it is not a problem. <laughs> I think she she looks at you. The pair of us have got to see firsthand how the various forces of the city are moving. And we don't like any of it. You know Kruna? Ash? You know, say, reputation. Ash just kind of nods. Wait a minute. You're... You're just helping us because it'll, uh... It'll piss off the Nim, the nim Shifts, right? Vinsail shrugs. Like, it is sort of interesting because I think Vinsail is fairly composed but also fairly nervous. Mm. Like, she's pretty young and she stood in front of a crowd of hundreds of people Trying to have, like, a fairly serious conversation with three of them. It's very weird. <laughs> um, she's like, who do you think brought the Provenders and Lilium so close together? It's not about pissing off the Nim Shifts. It's about not letting them take power. Valor and Vigor and the whole rotten house theirs and the houses like Nimcolad and she rips down a flag that is next to her. This city has been theirs for too long. You do know why Kruna got kicked out of the jackals, right? Ash just kind of shakes his head back and forth, looking a little bit. It's it's sort of like I've heard things, but I don't want to speak them out loud because mm. if if they're not true then Kruna's going to be pissed off with me for saying them kind of thing. <laughs> so you were one of the few that the jackals let in that weren't a member of the Great Houses and weren't some heroic warrior. One of the few that grew up like the rest of us in Embrace. When Say did good work, when Say started gathering prestige, well... The whole lot of them found common purpose. And making Kruner a minister was the best way that Say could get rid of Sim. <laughs> I think sort of sensing the growing restlessness and the amount of time this is taking, <laughs> Ezra sort of spits the last remnants of a cigarette out onto the beach, kind of crumples it into the pebbles and is like, Right, well, that sounds very hard for some, yeah. Our sympathies for your difficulties. Can we go? If you're coming, come on. Um, Vinsaya smiles. I knew I'd like you, Ezra. Mm-hmm. And, like, starts to climb down the tower. But I think after this, Ezra leans over to Nilka and is like, we have got to keep an eye on them. <laughs> you do. You absolutely do. <laughs> but I think that, that like we said that there'd be extra bits from you rolling a tier 4 and I think 
these two are, are it to some degree. Oh shit! Wow. Well, okay. The unrequested devil's bargain: a rare treat. <laughs> yeah. You got a tier four <laughs> engagement with all the critical. Yeah. I think the minister's coming to help you is very good. Hell yeah. Oh, Oakle's going to be so sad. We've got a new, a new child, <laughs> a new, more stable jackal. We went away for one day. And we replaced you with a more effective jackal. A new, more revolutionary <laughs> friendly jackal. Yeah. Hey, is is it just me or is it kind of creepy when people use your name that you don't know? Ezra just claps Ash on the back and it's like, "Yeah, well, welcome to the revolution." Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. This is this is good, right? They're they're kind of a big deal. This this is good. Ezra just shakes their head and starts towards the building. <laughs> I think the building sits ahead of you, tall and thick walled, despite some of the bricks crumbling. And I think as you all start to approach the shaft the glitching sun falls to light in the windows and along the top of the roof of the building the glints of Nim-Kalad weaponry this gate won't be as easy to get through 